Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel. I'm Melissa, and we are sisters. Hey, real quick before we start this episode, I just want to let our listeners know we were having some technical difficulties with my microphone. This is Rachel, and our audio quality is not going to be up to our standards for this episode, but we just decided instead of re-recording it, we would just let you know. Certainly, you can still listen. It's not going to be like terrible to listen to. If it just sounds different than our other episodes, we're just letting you know why. And welcome to our fifth and final episode of our mini-series that we've been doing yep. on comparison. Um, today, we're going to be talking about comparing. That's right. So bodies. last season, we did an episode on comparing our bodies to a former body of our own. This time, we're talking about comparing our body to other people's bodies because we didn't really touch on that yes. last year. We talked about body image in an episode. If you did not hear those, you should go back and listen. We heard lot of good things from women yeah. um, and a lot of, can you please talk more on body image? So today we're talking about comparing our bodies yeah. to other people's yeah. bodies. Well, I mean, I think that comparing our bodies to other people's bodies is probably something that is ingrained in us as girls, especially oh, from absolutely. like the moment we were born. Like I remember so specifically my, when I went to um, kindergarten for the first day I had on, I mean, I was a little tiny girl, like what can you possibly right. compare yourself in any way? But I was already so aware of my body and how it might not measure up. And I remember walking into the school and I had on a skirt and little ankle socks because that was a big deal in the day, a little lace around the edges. And I started crying and made my mom take me home and put on tights because I was convinced that, well, I was convinced the older boys were going to make fun of my legs. But like, why as such a little girl was I already so aware of anything on my body to even have feelings about. And I was, mm -hmm. and it is something that has plagued me my entire life. I've had to work. Mm -hmm. I was developed early. You know, I was developed earlier than most of my friends. I've always been curvy. I'm not very tall, but I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm curvy and I was curvy when all my friends were stick skinny. And that was mm -hmm. terrible <laughs> and painful. And girls, like we should just be living freely, just be playing, just be right. thinking of it. But then it's like, if you're tall, you're like, well, all my friends are short. Yeah. Short. You're like, all my friends are tall. If you yep. get boobs early, it's like how embarrassing I got boobs mm -hmm. early. If you get boobs late, it's like how embarrassing I got boobs yep. late. If you get your period early, it's like, oh my gosh, yes. why does anyone else get their period? If you get it late, you're like, how awful. I'm so far behind. What is wrong with me? Yeah. What is wrong with us? It's gotta be part of our sin like nature that this happens. Right. So I have so many friends who they're little tiny, tiny daughters, you know, mm -hmm. seven year old, ten years old. They're like, my legs are thicker than my friends or my hair is stringier than my friends. And it's like, right. Hey. Right. Like you said, it's ingrained in us. And I think you could be raised in a home where your mother only talked about positive things and you could right. still have this Absolutely. issue. Yep. And I mean, obviously on the flip side, if you have a mother who only talks about the negative, you're probably going to have more to wade right. through. It's so sad. And we yeah. do it as women. And the thing is, is if we don't get a hold of this comparison it's just going to be a massive thing in the front of our minds for the rest of our lives. Right. And that just is not how I don't want to be on my deathbed being like, I'm so glad I spent so much time caring about how everyone looked better than me. Right. Well, I remember, I remember, you know, I had, anytime we have babies, our bodies change so much. And, and I remember struggling, like I had kind of gotten a hold of my body image for a while. And then I started having kids and it, I had to work through it again because I remember standing in church one day singing, which is like one of my favorite parts of worship mm -hmm. is the actual singing part. And um, 
And I was so distracted by how I looked compared to other women in the church, especially other women who had had kids. Like I was like, Ooh, she's had one more than me and she's thinner than me. I don't like that. Or, Oh, she well, she's had less than me and I'm a little thinner than her. So that's good. Like, and I was like, this is sick. Like, why is this where my brain is at? And, um, I knew, I mean, I just remember so clearly thinking I've got to get a hold of this. Like this cannot be the way I live the rest Absolutely. of my life. And I've done a lot of work on this more recently than you, like you had done it a lot earlier and it's very eye opening. Like if you really start paying attention to how much time and effort and energy and space in my brain do I give to thinking of my body in comparison to other women's right I hope all of you that would be my challenge right up front I hope yeah. all of you take note this week of how yes. often you do it and if you're repulsed by it like we mm-hmm. have been in our own mm-hmm. lives don't stop there ask God work through it like go to the Bible what does the Bible say about it like listen to this podcast you know I actually yes. want to um, promote a book it's a book a podcast and a devotional. So I started by doing the devotional on the version app and it's called compared to who mm. And I, it's a 10 day devotional. I think I'm on my fourth time going through it. It's mm. so good. And she has a book, which I have not read, but I'm sure it's really good because this devotional comes from the book. And then she also has a podcast. Um, and I've started listening to it. And obviously we want ours to be the only podcast you listen to, but <laughs> If you're going to listen to another one, that might be a good one to check out. <laughs> also, Rachel is the best sister of all the sisters in the world. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. Go back and listen to the very first episode. <laughs> Anyways. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, the thing about this is like in order to get a hold of this issue of comparing, I thought for so long, well, I'll just make my body the best body and then I won't have anything to compare to but that just is not how it worked don't get me wrong I did have for a while sometimes the thinnest or most fittest body in a lot of the settings I was in on a regular basis uh but first that's stupid mm-hmm. well, I, you know it's it's like it just made me feel better it's like yeah. good now I don't have to compare myself to anyone but then then it would come in a fitter woman than me And guess what I did? I compared myself to her. So turns out that that was not a fix all. That was not a cure all. It did not change anything for me. If anything, it made things worse. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. For me, I know I've shared this, like what happens when I couldn't keep that body? And then it was like, I was devastated. And now I'm comparing every single minute of my life because I'm gaining five pounds and then 10 pounds and then 15 and then 20. Right. And it's, well, I was going to say every pound became something to fixate on and yeah, became my enemy, became my new idol. Exactly. Um, and the way that you do this is not by fixing your body. It is not, it is by renewing our minds, by challenging the lies in our minds by, so Romans 12, two, I'm just going to quote that one. It's one of my favorite verses. Yep. Often our minds are the problems, Mm -hmm. not our bodies. Yeah. Not saying there isn't anyone who has some some weight to lose for health purposes or yeah. I think it's okay just to want to lose weight too. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it has to be for health purposes, but it cannot be our idol. It cannot be our focus. And if we're spending all of our time comparing ourselves to other people, our mind is the problem. Like right. because at my thinnest and fittest, I was still found myself comparing to other people, which said well, problem was in my mind. At your have- thinnest and fittest, I think your mind was the most unhealthy in regards to body image and so yeah it's true and sad Mm -hmm. and then first corinthians 6 19 through 20 says do you not know your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you 
our bodies house. If we follow Jesus as our savior, our bodies house the Holy Spirit. We are like the Ark of the Covenant housing God. Like we house his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so what that says is our bodies are good yeah. and holy. Yeah. And everything we do is meant to glorify God. The way that we treat our body, the way we look in the mirror and talk to our body, the way we talk about other people's bodies in our mm-hmm. minds or outwardly, what we put into our body, how we move our body. I think all of it can be glorifying to God and all of it can mm-hmm. be sinful. Exactly. Like, we talk to our bodies, the way we treat our bodies or well, talk to people. I mean, God created each of us individually. He knows the number of hairs on our head. The Bible says that like, that's a lot of hair on our heads and he knows all of it. He created us so specifically for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. And when we sit and tear it down, I just, I, I would be so sad Mm -hmm. if I created something for my kids and they just told me how terrible it was day in and day out and how I could have done better. And why did I do this? And I'd be like, what, why, why (laughs) that hurts my heart. And also that's ungrateful. (laughs) Exactly. Well, the last part of that verse said, so glorify God in your body. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to glorify him in our body and not be sinning over this idea that our body should be different or some looks like someone else's. I used to, when you're talking about your kids, when my kids would complain like on repeat about like a dinner, I would be like, how would you feel if you made this beautiful Lego creation or a picture for me and mm-hmm. you brought it to me? And I was like, I really don't like yeah. that. I wish you hadn't made that mm-hmm. white something else mm-hmm. and they can just see it. It's yeah. just so, so eye opening. Right. And like, that's what we do to our bodies. I right. wish I didn't have this body. God, what were you thinking? Surely yeah. you meant to give me curly hair. Surely you meant to make me shorter. Surely right. you meant to make me thinner. Like right. obviously we all have different body compositions. Some people will never be a twig and some people will never be like a, a stocky fit, like athletic, muscular, yeah. mm-hmm. muscular, exactly. Like we all, God decided what our bodies were going to look like. Mm-hmm. Obviously we make changes or not changes, choices that do affect, you know, right. disease, you know, like sometimes we just lose weight, we gain weight. There are times that we take control, but at the end of the day, God designed the composition that we come with, the, the figure that we, you know, kind of our yep. baseline. And to compare it is not glorifying to him. Right. It's not honoring to our bodies. Yeah. yeah I just, no, I can't, I'm just thinking of, I keep thinking of freedom in each of these things we've taught. I mean, we just keep going back to saying focus on Jesus and where we can find freedom within our mind with this. And I, when we are always thinking, I know what it's like to be in a room of women and I can hardly focus on the conversations because mm-hmm. I'm so aware of how I'm sitting or mm-hmm. how I'm standing or how I look in my outfit compared to there or, or who, you know, who do I wish I looked more like, like, why did they suddenly look so good? And like, I mean, that is such a waste of space in my brain when mm-hmm. I am in a room of women that I love and who love me and love Jesus and they make me laugh and they build me up and they pray for me and they know my deepest, darkest secrets. And yet I'm more focused on how we look than right. I am about connecting. And I mean, we've said this about every stage along the way is we, we ruin relationships when we spend all of our time in comparison. And this is no different, but not only do we ruin relationships, but we can ruin our minds. Like we can ruin our hearts because we're just so focused Mm -hmm. on something so, um, unnecessary. And, and I just, there is such a freedom when, like, cause I'm, as we're talking about this, I'm like, I can't remember the last time 
I stood in a room and thought nonstop about the way I looked. I'm not saying I didn't have a moment where I was like, Ooh, does my stomach poking out a little bit? Let me pull up my underwear, <laughs> my pants. Like, you know, like I'm not saying that doesn't go through my head every once in a while, but really it doesn't dominate me the way it did for a long time, which means I get to just be and enjoy and laugh and talk and engage. And, mm-hmm. and it's just Jesus, you know, the Bible is so clear that G- the reason Jesus came is to give us freedom mm-hmm. and life to the fullest. And, that's what he wants in all of these areas. And we sabotage ourselves by just letting us sit and dwell in the thing that hurts us the most, you know, hurts us so severely in it. And so, um, yeah. Well, our second point today is our body is the least interesting thing about us. Yeah. Unless you're on a reality TV show for your body, right. You know, 500 pound woman or right. Biggest loser, that kind of thing. In life, our bodies are the least interesting thing about us. People around us love us for so many things, mm-hmm. none of which are our bodies. Right. Literally. Like I know if I weighed 100 pounds more, you, Melissa, would not love me any less. Correct. I would be the same person Correct. to you. Insane. I know. Yep. If I, you know, if we lost 50 pounds, like we are still the same person. Right. And so our bodies are the least interesting things about yeah. us. What we weigh, our pant size, it is all the least interesting thing about us. So yeah. when we're comparing ourselves to other people, we're literally like, that's the most interesting thing about you. Yeah. But we don't feel that way about other people. Right. But we we kind of must enter into that mindset if we're comparing ourselves to other people. We're boiling an entire person in their beautiful spirit, their beautiful personality, their love for Jesus, their love for their family, their love mm-hmm. for their, their community, their laugh, their humor. All of that we're boiling down to, I wish I looked like you. Right. Not even I want to be like you because you right. are kind and gentle and wonderful and funny and and smart and sassy and what it's yeah I just want other to look people's like. bodies should also be the least interesting thing to yep. us exactly we like I do not want to be someone who notices everyone's bodies I want to be someone who's like all I notice is your heart and your spirit right. face yep. your laughter like when I say your face I don't mean how pretty your face is I mean like the the way it comes alive or the way that it is quirky or right. yeah and so. You know, even in Proverbs 31, it says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Yeah. We will stand out to people and be interesting and be inspirational when we love and fear the Lord. Mm -hmm. That is just what's going to happen when we seek Jesus. He's going to ooze out of us. Yeah. We can't help it. It just happens because that's just how it is. <laughs> well, cause I think sometimes it's like, well, how do I do that? You don't do it. You focus on Jesus. You love him. You, you seek after him and it well, he happens. Has the Holy Spirit. He is going to come out of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. We don't get to decide what that looks like or how it happens. It just happens. Yep. And, and beauty is vain. And I love the verse in first Timothy that says for uh, a while, bodily training is of some value. Like I would never say, I mean, I work out like regularly. Right. Most out, like we would never say don't work out. Right. Take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For a while, it's of some value, but godliness is of value in every yeah. way. And it holds the promise for the present life and also the eternal life right. to come. Like we shouldn't, I, I remind myself constantly, I should not be focusing more on what I'm wearing, mm-hmm. how, you know, how much I'm working out, what I'm eating than I am time right. with God. The scales should not be tipped in the wrong direction because godliness is a value in every single way. And it holds a promise for our here and our now and what's to come. Well, and I just want to clarify, like Rachel's not saying if you spend an hour working out and you spend an hour getting ready for the day, that means you have to spend at least two hours sitting in prayer and talking 
But you don't mean it legalistically right. in any way. It's just where is our heart and what are we focused on? Where is our mind? Right. And and if our desire and everything that we're thinking of is about ourselves and not about Jesus, that's where things are in the wrong. Right. Well, the scales tipped around. The Bible says where your treasure is, your heart will also be there. Mm-hmm. So like if my treasure is in the way I look, my heart is going to be there. My heart will not be yes. with Jesus. And so it's exactly. not a legalistic, like, keep track. I'm glad you said that because no. I would never want to sound like that's been insane. But, like, where is my treasure? Yeah. And, like, I do take care of my body. And I did put makeup on today. <laughs> I only do, like, four or five times a month. So today I did. I do it every single day. <laughs> it's a hair every day. We put jewelry. Like, God has not convicted me that there is something spiritually wrong with that. Right. Ever. That is not where my heart is because I'm also fine not wearing makeup and not having jewelry on and be looking like a slut. Right. Like I'm still going to show up and love people. Yeah. That's something we have to check ourselves in. If we're comparing someone who spends an immense amount of time on their looks, like, I mean, there are women, I live in Scottsdale. There are a lot of women who do spend hours and hours and hours every day and tons and tons of money every month to look a certain way. It's just not realistic for me. I will not spend that amount of time or money. So, and I probably spend more time and money than other people, but like, Mm-hmm. So I don't even want to compare myself just even logically because I'm like, well, that's never going to happen. I'm not paying for false lashes. So I will never have lashes like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not paying mm-hmm. for boob implants. So I will never have boobs that stay in place. Like right, there are things and I'm not judging you if you have those things. I'm saying I know my own self. I'm not going to do those things. I'm, I'm just not. Therefore, it's unrealistic to even compare myself to someone because my body will literally never look like that because I have, I just aren't, I'm not going to do those things. Well, and I think that that brings up the point of comparing from the opposite side of things. Right. So you don't get holier just because you make, you're not holier than the person next to you because you make less choices about your body. Mm-hmm. Like that's still comparison. We can comparing, we can still compare from the opposite side, which is just as unhealthy. If you're like, I'm better than you because I only spend 12 minutes a day right. doing my hair and makeup and you spend one hour. So I must love Jesus more. Right. That is just as gross and just as crappy for everything involved. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause as soon as I said that about like the eyelashes and the boobs, I was like, I hope I don't sound judgmental because that's not my heart. I'm just like, I know what things I will do and don't do. I mean, the eyelashes, if I ever have false eyelashes, that's fine. I do not want the maintenance. I do not want the maintenance. And also I don't want to lose all my eyelashes when, when I have to get them to inevitably, I will not keep up with them. The point is, is that it, we all get to make our own decisions and it doesn't matter what someone else's decision, Absolutely. the comparison is what gets us in trouble. And our last point is, are we asking God what his will is for our bodies, our hair, our mind? Like, are we asking him, God, I want to know how much is okay for me to spend yeah. in my appearance on my physical, you know, how much time and money I'm supposed to spend on my um, physical image, yeah. you know, that's between us and God. And if we're not asking, then we're not going to know. And it isn't for us to decide how another person has decided with Jesus what they should do. So it's right us to do that. Yeah. And, and that you might think, why would I talk to God about how much time I spend on my hair or money I spend on my hair, whatever. That's just kind of the point of everything is talk to God about everything, like literally run everything past him. And if, cause if, if you feel like maybe it's become too much of a focus, mm-hmm. he's going to make that clear, right. but not if you're not asking him. Absolutely. Cause like, you know, I always tell my, I have a teenager specifically who I'm like, he likes to think everything through himself and try to decide everything on his own. And I'm like, you cannot be the one to right. teach yourself things. Right. <laughs> you need other people and you got in your parents and, and teachers to teach you, you things. And that's us with God. We don't learn if we don't ask. And so. Absolutely. That was kind of our yeah. motto all last year. What do you need? Ask God. 
Yes. How do you get wisdom? Ask True. God. How do you yeah. love your body? Ask God. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we could change our name of our podcast to Broken Record Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear the same thing on repeat. We're sorry. <laughs> kind of true. <laughs> okay. Challenge before we wrap up. Take a day or two and be very mindful of how often does your mind go to thinking about how you look or how other people look, comparing it and and be honest with yourself. And and you probably do it more than you realize, mm-hmm. especially when you're like out in the world. Like mm-hmm. if you're at home, it might not, you know, if you are a stay-at-home mom, it might not happen as much. Right. But next time you're with a group of women or next, you know, whether you're at work or at church or at the grocery store, mm-hmm. just be very aware of it and 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 check yourself and see what what might be maybe needs to change there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us on our mini series. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you, you know, what your challenges did for you or what's spoke yeah. to you or how God spoke to you. So, yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. All right. You have a great day, you guys. Feel right. that your Bye. Life is a mess, but don't feel bad. Ours is too, but we own a microphone and we have no shame. That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess nonetheless our podcast.